Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products, boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? My guest today is Rod Kite. Rod is a cannabis business lawyer and bankruptcy lawyer. He has been a fan of cannabis and became an advocate when he used it with great success in alleviating his pain and nausea during chemotherapy for cancer. So, Rod, welcome to the iHemp Revolution. Thank you, Coach Freddie. I'm glad to be here. Well, it's great to have you. And we met up there in Asheville at the, uh, what was it called again, the event? It was the halfway to Hemp X. There's a, a Hemp X festival uh, that's put on that's a that's really promotes hemp um, throughout North Carolina and really the southeast. And that was held last August. And this was a halfway to Hemp X um, get together, I guess uh, that we um, that, that we thought had a, had a really nice turnout. So yes, I, I enjoyed meeting you there, Freddie. Yeah, that was really great. And so, Rod, can you give us a little bit more background about yourself, how you got started, uh, and just why industrial hemp, maybe your family and everything? I know you have a family. Yes, I do. Thanks. Um, well, uh, I live in, in Asheville, North Carolina. I've lived here for almost 20 years. I am married to um, the first girl that I ever kissed in first grade, Ashley. We have a blended family of five children. Uh, the youngest is about to turn nine, and the oldest is um, going to turn 17 this year. And so we've got quite a household. I have been practicing law in Asheville for about 16 years. During that time, I've really done everything that I could. I, I knew that eventually, in the early years of my practice, I knew that I would, I would land on an area or two that I really liked, and so I thought I would branch out and try everything first. So I've done everything. What I've really enjoyed over the years uh, primarily is bankruptcy work. As you mentioned, I'm a bankruptcy specialist and help people and businesses through reorganizations and financial distress. And also business law. I've always done business law, both, both you know, litigation, contract negotiation, that type of thing. And currently my practice is focused on the cannabis and hemp um, industry, specifically representing clients who are in the business of cannabis and, and hemp. Uh, and that's, you know, as you are aware through your travels and your studies, uh, cannabis and hemp encompasses a wide range of industries in and of themselves, from uh, dispensaries to growers to labs to um, extractors. It, it's, it's just a wide-ranging uh, in, uh, industry, and I'm really happy to be a part of it. Well, great. Now, so how did you actually get involved in the industry? I know you, that was what, uh, a year or so ago? Yeah, about a year or two ago. So I had, you had mentioned in, in the, um, your initial statements that I became an advocate when I had uh, cancer and went through chemotherapy. That was uh, back around 2009. And I'll, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to tell that story just briefly because sure. I think it's important to why I'm here. I had, um, I had certainly used marijuana in, in the past uh, before that in college and as a, as a young adult. But I got testicular cancer and had to go through chemotherapy. I had heard that cannabis had helped with alleviating the symptoms 
and some of the struggles that people had. But frankly, I didn't use it through a good chunk of the chemotherapy because I thought, you know, that's just a cheap excuse to get high. But one day on a particularly bad day, my brother had come up to visit. I had family members, I'm from the Augusta, Georgia area, who were coming up and visiting me, uh, taking shifts to take care of me. And he came up and, and peered at the, in the bed at me and said, you know, let me know if you need anything. I'll be downstairs in the den hanging out. And uh, lo and behold, I, I smelled a little cannabis smoke coming up the stairs, and I'd been tossing and turning in bed for, <laughs> right, um, for, I'm not outing my brother, by the way, it's, um, but I had been um, tossing and turning all day in the bed and feeling miserable, so I thought, you know what, it, it, it can't hurt. So I went downstairs, not really expecting anything, um, but tried a little bit of cannabis, and I'm telling you, it was stunning. Within minutes, I felt um, significantly less uh, nauseated, my pain, aches and pains had subsided, and most importantly, I not only was able to eat, but I was actually hungry, which for a chemotherapy patient is, is big. So I ate a couple plates of Indian food, felt great, had a wonderful night with my brother, and that sort of set me on the path to, to recovery and getting you know, the rest and the food and the, and that I needed. So that made me realize that this was not just something that was, um, that was fun to do recreationally every once in a while. This was really a, truly a medicine, and I, I became an advocate, became an attorney for uh, advocate for normal, the the national organization for the reform of marijuana laws, and just dove right in. As things transformed uh, nationally, and and more and more businesses became involved on a legal level, uh, that intrigued me as a business lawyer. And about a year ago, I wrote a book on cannabis business law. Frankly, I wrote it because there weren't any other books that I could find about it. I was trying to learn more and more about the ins and outs um, of the specific issues that, that are pertinent to, to cannabis businesses and couldn't find one. And so I, I, I did a lot of research, spent um, quite a bit of time, and, and compiled all of the, the major issues that any cannabis business can expect to, um, to face and how you know how where the law is and 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 what to to think and do about that and just to to wrap up this little summary i'll say that one of the really exciting things about cannabis and hemp law is the fact that the law is evolving and changing so rapidly most areas of law that people go into tax or personal injury or or frankly just about anything the law moves fairly glacially it's you know you might have an important opinion once every year or two that that slightly changes the nature of the law and it moves along through the years and through the decades. Nowadays, we're having cases and statutes and, and administrative interpretations that are coming down um, weekly, if not daily, in the cannabis and hemp industry. And so it's a very exciting time and I'm, I'm really enjoying being part of it. So the, so the book, what, what's the book called? What's the title of the book? The, the title of the book is Cannabis Business Law, What You Need to Know. And it's put out by Aspator. It's a, a subsidiary of Thompson Reuters, which is a legal publishing group. Can you get it on uh, online? You can get it online. I, I would say that the, the very, you can get it on Amazon. Okay. Uh, the, the place that I would recommend going is actually to my blog, uh, kiteoncannabis.com. And if you go to my blog, I've got a little spot where you can, you can click on it, and I will personally send it to you. And it's also the cheapest place to get it as well. Oh, well, that's great. Now, as far as cannabis law, 
Is it specifically for other lawyers or people in business that want to get in business? You know, that's a great question. The book itself, I, I wrote for the sophisticated investor, meaning someone who okay. is aware of general business issues, maybe, maybe has been involved in a business before and knows that he or she wants to get involved in the cannabis industry but realizes that there are certain gray areas, certain issues that are unique to that industry and wants to know the legal landscape uh, before entering into it. Certainly some lawyers who are wanting to get involved in the industry can read it and, and hopefully learn a lot. Uh, and certainly the layman who is interested in the industry, but really it's for the, the, the sophisticated investor who's looking to, to get involved in the industry on a, on a you know, front-line level. Oh, that's great because I run into people uh, asking about that or people that want to invest their money, and this is a great a resource for them. and saying, here, get this book here. And that would be great. So uh, I'll be uh, putting the word out to people I run into, Rod. Thank you for that. Well, thank you, Freddie. I appreciate that. Well, how do you think the hemp industry is doing right now? I think the hemp industry is doing great. You know, I think we've seen in the past few years hemp go from something that was maybe a little hippy-dippy you saw in some specialty shops, some different you know clothing items and whatnot, to a broad-reaching um, plant that people realize has enormous uses for for our planet. Frankly, and, you know, we've got the the clothing and the fibers we've got for construction materials. Uh, it can make you know panels for cars, as you well know, uh, and also medicinally, um, hemp has CBD and many of the other uh, cannabinoids that that cannabis proper, for lack of a better term, has. And there's been a lot of of, of advance. Um, discoveries with CBD in particular uh, that comes from industrial hemp. So hemp has moved from sort of a fringe thing where not a lot of people knew a lot about it and thought it was just the, you know, the, maybe the nicer cousin to, to weed uh, to being this plant that really could change our entire economy and way of life. And that's just been in a few short years. I think it's doing great. I look at this industry as going to be the biggest industry that this country has ever seen. How do you see the hemp changing our culture in the near future? That's a good question. You know, I often refer to the hemp industry as the, the Silicon Valley of the 90s, uh, you know, where things were just moving rapidly and, and money was being made and, and changes were being um, were coming to, into place that, that, that really changed the nature of the way we do business and conduct our lives. But as you said, hemp really, I think, is going to be the biggest industry period, and that's because it's bigger than just computers or just uh, mobile um, interfacing. Really, hemp can change every aspect of our life from, as I said earlier, from a medicinal piece to helping uh, restructure uh, farming and, and agriculture on a small and large scale to industrial manufacturing and, and to sustainability at large. And I think hemp will, will change our lives in, in all of those ways. What is the biggest benefit that industrial hemp can can offer us? You know, I think I'll, I'll say two. One is that it offers a real way forward with sustainable practices in in manufacturing, in 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 our clothing and clothing choices, in our construction, in um, tamping down some of the the pharmaceutical industry's overreaches, and providing a, a more affordable natural medicine. 
And so I think it's the sustainability piece is the thing that, that draws me to it the most. But I'll also say that I think from an economic standpoint, it, it appears to be something that can really revitalize uh, the American economy and, frankly, the world economy. This is uh, a, lot of, a lot of countries are beginning to move towards using hemp and encouraging hemp production, and I think those countries are seeing um, boosts in their economy, and I'd like to see that for the United States. And, and I want to ask you this question here, Rod, because you don't have one particular industry in the industrial hemp. And out of all the thousands of products that can be produced with hemp, what is one or maybe two products that you see taking the lead here and being in the forefront? Wow, that's a that's a great question. You know, my particular involvement, I think, has a I have a lean towards the medical side, and that's probably just because of my personal experience with cannabis and CBD, which hemp um, can produce. And so, for me personally, I really um, see CBD oil, and and frankly, there's there's a lot of cannabinoids that we're still discovering. There's uh, CBG and and um, and CBN that hemp has, and so I. I'm really looking forward to the advancement and the evolution of some of these natural um, medicines because really that's what they are uh, that can be produced from industrial hemp. As an analog to that, uh, what I'm seeing as far as a, a product, so to speak, is the the advancement in in our in in labs. I have clients who who operate labs and they're they're taking this seriously and, and taking the components of, of hemp and breaking it down to its fundamental molecules and then analyzing them. And from that point, they're a- able to, to create and to modify strains so that they can really be pinpoint specific medical issues, uh, whether it be epilepsy or, or, um, or pain issues or nausea with, with hemotherapy. And so these labs are taking it to the next level, and I'm really enjoying watching that happen. But of course, that that's just one small you know factor. The, the the medical, which in and of itself is huge, is just one of of many uses of of industrial hemp. And and so there's you know you could you could bore down in any one of these industries, and it's a whole sub industry unto itself. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many individual industries. It's what's exciting to me. Right. You know, from building to clothing, plastics, and all of those things can be individual industries on on their own. Rod, what's your vision of the future of hemp, and where do you see your business in, let's say, three years? Okay, so the the future of hemp, I think, is just going to continue to roll through. Um, more and more people are going to become aware of it. I think we're going to see more and more investment, and in both the 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 small business sector and frankly in the in the large business sector i think we're going to start to see some of the some of the large national fortune 500 companies get involved as well and there's going to be an inherent tension between the small business and the large business as there is with any number of other industries as far as my business where, where i see it going is is it's already national in scope because I have clients in states across the country i'm going to see it i think develop in such a way where I am having, I have clients. I have clients in Oregon, and California, North Carolina, Kentucky, New York, Florida. And over time, I'm hopeful that we can structure these various state laws so that they are more similar. So there's a little more uniformity, a little more predictability about what they can and can't do in the in the public um, sector. One thing we have in, in the law is something called uniform codes, and so different states 
can often enact laws, maybe governing something boring like lien rights or, um, or something like contracts, uh, even domestic relations and child custody. And they're a patchwork of laws. And so once laws um, begin to evolve to a point where there aren't that many variations, someone will propose a uniform act, maybe for child custody or for contracts. And then those uniform acts will get circulated through the legislatures throughout the states and adopted. And so there's a high amount of predictability from state to state. You don't have a lot of variance. And I would like to see hemp get to that point. Right now we're in that patchwork state where we've got um, you know, some states that it's you know, hemp laws are, are non-existent or hemp has a lot of restrictions. Some states are wide open and, and very favorable uh, to hemp uh, production. And we want to find a, a place where all the states are, are predictable, where the federal government's predictable, and I'd like to, to lead that march. Well, that's great, because we do need somebody to lead that, Rod, and your understanding of everything is really key. And you, you just writing that book, I think, is, is the first step in that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. We've covered quite a bit here, and is there anything else that you would like to bring up about you, your business, or where you're going? Well, actually, I, I as, as much as I enjoy talking about myself, I think, I think we all do, I actually want to stress that while the, there is a lot of momentum with industrial hemp, there are still there's still a long way to go. And so I think that the, the assumption that it's going to continue to move forward, uh, regardless of what efforts and activities that we do, is, is a false assumption. And I think I, I think people like you, uh, Blake and Jill here at doing HempX in Asheville, the people who are really the North Carolina Industrial Hemp Association, people who are actively and daily um, educating people about hemp and educating people about the industry and the benefits of it. And it's going to take that uh, for this momentum to continue to grow. If people aren't out there every day um, informing people about all the, the beneficial uses and how it's going to change the world, then we may lose that momentum, and and that to me would be um, tragic, frankly. So I want to encourage people to get involved and to educate themselves and to educate others. Yes, and that's what one of the thing is. How can people best get involved? And just like you said, it's through education and learning. Anything else that they can do? Well, um, I think they can attend, uh, you know, rallies and events. And, you know, if you're an entrepreneur and you have um, a, a desire to get involved in your own business, I think hemp is the, is the way to go. If you've ever thought about, about getting involved in business, um, hemp is, is, the, is, is now and is the time. It's, it's the, the wave is, is getting bigger and bigger. And it's one of those things, if we, as we've discussed, that whether you're into construction or whether you're into clothing design or whether you're into manufacturing or if you like um, health food or if you like medicine, uh, the, the, the sky's the limit. You know, there, there's a place for you in the hemp industry. Exactly. And I like the way you put that, Rod, that there is a place in all these industries, no matter where your, your passions lie, you can adapt hemp to that almost. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a, it's a full spectrum um, plant and and product. So I, I encourage everyone to get involved on some level. Well, that's great. Now, so your office is in Asheville. I do. My office is in downtown Asheville, and I I, I meet with people in the office there. I also meet with people uh, via Skype, like we're doing right now, or phone, because my practice is necessarily uh, national. I have clients across the country because this is a is a national movement. 
Well, Rod, you know, I want to thank you for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution. Coach Freddie, I've enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed talking with you. Thanks for having me. Okay, great. Is there any any other thing that you want to add? Well, I just uh, certainly hope that people will will continue to be involved, and, and I would love for people to check out my my blog. It's um, kiteoncannabis.com, K-I-G-H-T-O-N-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S.com. Please check me out and send me a message, and I'd be happy to meet. And- well, that's great. And he, you also have a, a website, KiteLaw.com, K-I-G-H-T-L-A-W.com, and then your email address is rod at KiteLaw.com, correct? That's right. Absolutely. All right. Well, great. You know, and I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in today and make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review. Follow us on Facebook.com forward slash iHemp Revolution. Like us and tell your friends. You know, help us spread the word about the iHemp Revolution on Twitter, LinkedIn, and all the other social media and how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.